Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Hello, besties. How we doing? Happy Tuesday. We're your hosts. Yep. I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And we're so happy to have you back. Um, Today is actually our rebrand day. So technically the last episode is when you're seeing the new cover art and the new copy and all of that jazz. We have a new description. We're kind of redoing our um, titles a little bit. We have new music. Uh, so this will be the second episode with that rebrand, but for us, it's happening in real time, in real time, yeah. right before our eyes. So very exciting. We hope you guys are liking it. Uh, and like we said, same content, new packaging, you know? Oh, I like that. Yes. Yeah. And other big things coming soon. So definitely yeah. follow us on Instagram if you don't already. Yes. And yeah, but this week we have a guest episode for you guys. Yeah. It has been so long. I literally don't think we've done a guest episode since like February maybe like it's been quite a while um and this was a unique one because we were able to bring on our friends in real life that Mm -hmm. are also badass Mm co-founders so Mm -hmm. yeah so we are chatting with Ashley and Mika Ashley if you don't know is my roommate Mm -hmm. um it's that Ashley uh and her best friend Mika they started the wildflower company which is a planner company that is centered around living intentionally, living thoughtfully, um, and really, you know, personalizing your life and the way you plan your life to help you achieve your goals. They have a community group on Geneva. They do monthly workshops. They got it all. Lots of big things coming for them. So we got to chat with them a little bit about their experiences, starting the Wildflower Company, starting a company with your best friend, as well as, you know, ways to stay accountable with your goals and way to ways to set intentions for goals that really excite you and, you know, make you want to achieve them. So Yes. And you guys know we are goal girlies. Yeah. So love a goal. We love talking about goals and they give really good advice. Yeah. So if you've been wanting to be like more intentional about your goals and to figure out what is really important to you, definitely stick around for the main topic of today's episode. Yeah. But before we do that, let's get into our segments. Cue the new music. So I was going to talk about how I feel like summer is just flying by mm-hmm. really fast this year. Yeah. And I'm like growing a little bit intimidated because yeah. I'm realizing like I have a lot of plans outside of Boston for most of August. Yeah. And I'm like the like clock is ticking. But yeah. Although um, September is still summer like according to the calendar. So I need yeah. to like remind myself that because I always yeah. think of September as fall. Same. But we still have time. But like it just feels like summer's going by so fast. Yeah. I'm like slow down. No ah. I agree. Yeah. Um, but I had a little bit of a epiphany this morning in yoga. And I was like thinking about if I should say this now or if I should save it for the um, movement challenge episode that we're going to be doing. But I think it is more like life applicable to me mm. than it is fitness applicable. So I thought I would share it now. I went to this new workout. Well, it was a new instructor for this yoga class. Um, his name was, I think, Ben. Ben. A king. His um, sweatshirt said Peaceful Warrior. Oh, <laughs> come on now. Yeah, and he was like a boomer, but like a cool one. Nice. It was great. Um, and 
yeah, it was a really good class this morning. And he kept kind of repeating this like motif throughout the class where he was saying like, you know, some of these poses might be like a little bit uncomfortable for you or like hard to balance, or you might feel some tension, but he was like, think about like in every pose that we move through, where can you relax? Where can you release tension? Where can you like only put in the effort necessary to achieve this pose? Mm -hmm. Like where can you strip the extra stress and effort that you're causing Mm -hmm. yourself? Like maybe you're holding tension in your face and like you're doing this pose, but like you don't have to have tension in your face when you're doing this pose and all these things. And at the end, he, when we did our like um, Shavasana at the end, when we were like laying there, he was saying like, now I want you to think about that theme that we were using in class and like apply it to like your day today. Like Mm -hmm. where can you make things more efficient and like only put in the effort necessary to accomplish a task? Like where can you make things less stressful? Where can you make things easier for yourself? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ben, I think you just did something for me, Ben. Ben, my peaceful warrior. Yeah. (laughs) Because like, I don't know. I feel like past me, I'm very effortful generally (laughs) in like everything. Feel that. And I feel like past me would have like not looked down on someone that was like only putting in like minimum effort, but like sort of because like I just wasn't, I'm not that kind of person. Like I want to like do it a hundred percent or like not do it. But I'm realizing like as an adult, there's just so many things to like dedicate your energy and your mental space to that like to be a sane human, like you can't give literally everything in your life a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. So I've been marinating on like this, like where can I reduce like pressure and where can I only put in the effort necessary to accomplish tasks? Like how can I like shave off the extra effort that I'm putting in that's not really yielding like results? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I like that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Very life applicable. Um, Also, this was a before work. Yes. Look at her. I know. I've been doing the before work stuff lately. And it's hard to get myself there. I'll talk about this more in the episode. But it's hard to get myself there. But then I'm so glad after work that yeah. I did. So that's the hurdle that I'm currently trying. Yeah. To I, and I don't even have to go anywhere to work out. And I'm still working on it. But yeah. I'll get there. Anyways, for me, I actually had like a very social weekend. And I think I talked about on a past episode how I was like, I don't know if I'm an extrovert or an introvert. And I agree with you that like there doesn't really need to be a label. Like you just are what you are. Mm-hmm. But to help listeners understand. I think the best way to describe it is that I'm an extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're probably you would classify yeah. yourself similarly. Yeah. Um and I think what that means is that like while I'm doing very social things and like have plans and I'm seeing friends, like I'm having a lot of fun and I enjoy it and I like having those plans. But then yesterday I like genuinely have never felt more run down in my life. Like, yeah. I thought I was getting sick. I was like, I think I'm, like, coming down with something. I was like, is this, like, my time to get COVID? Because, oh, no. like, that's how just, like, absolutely run – like, I just, like, didn't have the energy to, like, focus on anything. I had horrible brain fog. Um, And I was talking to my therapist today about it. And she was like, well, Kylie, like, you were literally go, go, go for, like, four days. Mm-hmm. Like, had back-to-back plans for four days. Like, obviously, you're – like, as an introvert, like, you are going to – need that recharge. So I'm trying to find, you've talked about it a little bit, um, like 
not feeling like you always want to have plans in your free time because you don't Mm want to feel like you like wasted Mm -hmm. that time. And I feel like when I was living in New Hampshire, I didn't really struggle with that because my options were pretty limited. (laughs) What is there to do anyway? Um, But now that I'm in Boston and I'm closer to most of my friends and there are so many things to do, like I am starting to feel that where I'm like, well, why would I leave Sunday open when like you and I could go to the seaport and then I can go see a movie and like, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to like strike that balance and learn that like it is okay to say no. Like no one in my life is going to penalize me if I'm like, actually, I just need like a reset day. Like I feel like everyone in my life is very understanding and like also needs that most of the time. Um, It's just convincing myself and striking that balance between, you know, doing the things that I really do want to do and spending that time with my friends and having fun while also giving myself time back to rest. I also feel like if you are a New England girly, you probably mm-hmm. understand there's a lot of pressure on the yeah. summer here. Yeah. Like, because it's nice for such a short, fleeting amount of time. Yeah. That you just want to do everything yeah. during this time. Yeah. And so I think that, like, contributes to it as well. It's like, you oh, just moved, sure. but also it's, like, it's so nice out and we know it's not going to last. Yeah. And, yeah. So, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. But we're getting through. I'm purposely leaving Sunday this week, I think, open. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least, like, the afternoon mm-hmm. open to, like, recharge and yeah. just do nothing. I like that with Sundays. Yeah. Good way yeah. to kick off the week. All right. Let's get into our favorites. So mine is really random. I know. I'm very curious about this. Yeah. So it's basically this website. It's called earth.fm. You know, like radio. Yeah. That old thing. Um, and it's basically this website. It's so cool. So it's basically – it's all around soundscapes, mm-hmm. which is something that, like, we as humans don't really experience much anymore mm-hmm. um, because, you know, we live in places with, like, noise pollution from cars, from machines, from ACs, like, all of these things. But basically, people around the world – in all different areas and locations will take a recording of the soundscape. So basically just like the current noise and sounds happening where they are. Yeah. Um, and there's like such a range of things. Like there was like a rainforest in like Africa and then there was like ox in a mountain in Mongolia and like people do it in like national parks and like literally every single continent has like so many options of what to listen to. And they range from, like, a couple minutes long to, like, an hour long. Like, someone just, like, sets up a mic and kind of, like, leaves. And I don't know. I think it's really cool. I think it's a cool way to, like, if you've been having, like, that wanderlust feeling. Yeah. It's a good way to, like, just kind of explore, like, the map and, like, see what people record in different areas and, like, what's there. But it's also a good work thing for me, Mm -hmm. I feel like, because I really only listen to, like, two playlists when I work and I'm kind of getting tired of them. And so this is like, it's sort of like white noise, brown noise, but a little more unique because there might be like birds chirping somewhere or there's like glacier noises in like Iceland or whatever. So I think it's really cool. And also they donate money to um, like environmental nonprofits for the listens Mm -hmm. Um, and people who upload their own soundscape can recommend what nonprofit they want someone to donate to if they liked their soundscape. So yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I like that. This reminds me too. Have you seen the trend on TikTok um, for brown noise? Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Why? I've, <laughs> I've been a brown noise your... girly. Really? I I'm have. a pink noise mm-hmm. girl. But yeah, I like kind of want to try sleeping with yeah. brown noise. 
uh, something about Anya and I is that we do need several sleep um, amenities. Sleep amenities. We have <laughs> high maintenance sleepers yes. first and foremost. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna check that out. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, my favorite is actually it's technically now TDH approved yes. because it was. Did I mention it as my favorite? At one I point? think you did. We've definitely talked about yeah. it. I don't know if I mentioned I it officially if, as a favorite, but yeah. Um, it's the Elvis movie, the newest mm-hmm. Elvis movie. I saw that this past weekend and oh my God. <laughs> what it like I don't even know. I still haven't like fully recovered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, first of all, Austin Butler. Okay. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> and like he got so much shit before the movie came out because he was like, um, method acting like yeah. beyond the set of the movie and now it's like I feel like we're all like we get it because like yeah. that movie would send you into a spiral like yes <laughs> that yeah. movie like it was so like all-encompassing yeah. like I, I understand yeah like, you can't just like shake it yeah like like it's probably gonna take him like a Years. year after <laughs> finishing press for it yeah to like and god forbid he gets like nominated well I hope he gets nominated but for his sake mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's just gonna keep living in it honestly I like the Elvis voice though I think yeah. I mean, I also I'm think there's it. like an extent of like you're comparing it to like his 17 year old self when yeah. he was on like Carrie Diaries. So yeah. of course, like he's gonna it's sound gonna different. be a little lower. Yeah. yeah, but um, and then the girl that was cast as Priscilla, so good. How did they make her I know, look so like that? similar? Yeah. Also, it makes me want to act young. up with my eyeliner. Yeah, she's already. Yeah. I looked it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she made me want to go back to those thick wings mm-hmm. that smoky eye you know the vibe the lana del rey era yeah thank you. yeah literally get a bump it mm, if you see yes. me order a bump it don't say nothing about it <laughs> um but yeah it was just it was so well done baz lerman is just like a king he's a king us, yeah. we love him the soundtrack oh kiss. it's so good yeah and actually um i went to see it with my friend with Ashley, who you'll hear from in a, just a moment, uh, and our friend Sarah. And Sarah drew the comparison between Elvis and Harry Styles. And this, like, idea he, like, Elvis really did, at least the way that he was portrayed in this movie, like, the high-waisted trousers and, like, lace shirt. And, like, mm-hmm. he was known to be, like, very provocative and sexualized, but, like, had a bit more, like, wore the makeup. Mm-hmm. Had a bit more of, like, a quote-unquote feminine flair to him. And I was like, huh, that is an interesting comparison. I think it is interesting, but I think there are a lot of people in between to also yeah. give credit for. Like, yeah. I think you could say the same thing about, like, Freddie Mercury and like yeah. Prince you know what yeah. I mean like I feel like every like true rock star has kind of like approached it with yeah. that like disruptive angle yeah so like not to discredit Harry obviously love the guy but no yeah that that's good because that's what I mean I'm not yeah <laughs> I'm it's a like Harry's the only lead. innovative yeah. artist ever <laughs> no 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 but like even I would have never like yeah. drawn influence for someone like Harry Styles all the way back to Elvis like I would have gone to like a Freddie Mercury yeah first but like the way people talked about the Vogue cover and yeah. the dress and, like, how wrong that was and whatever. Yeah. Like, I see the comparison to, like, that was exactly. a similar reaction. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it was really, really good. It's overstimulating. It like, truly is. I, like, couldn't form sentences yeah. like, for a while. <laughs> I went with my with our friend Anna and, like, we just kind of looked at each other after and we were like, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, And we're not, like necessarily condoning Elvis as like a human like I know that he was problematic in some ways and I don't know enough about it but from like a cinematic Mm -hmm. experience standpoint very impressive yeah yeah really really good highly recommend and it did not feel like it was two hours and like 
40 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It went – because that's Baz Luhrmann's – that's his thing. It's like yeah. a fever dream. It, you never yeah. know what's coming next. True. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely go see it if you haven't. I think it'll – it didn't come out that long ago. So it's yeah. probably – It'll probably be in theaters for a, for a while, weeks. I bet. Yeah. And, like, it was one of those movies – it was the first time I had been to a movie theater since COVID, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was one of those movies that I do think is worth seeing in theaters yeah, because it agreed. is so, like, show business oriented. Like, all the yeah. audio, all the lights, all the visuals. Like, I think it's it's worth paying for. Yeah. So. Agreed. But, yeah. With that, let's move into the main topic and talk to Ashley and Mika about the Wildflower Company. Let's start with the ad. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's right. If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diosti in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. All right, so moving into the main segment of this episode, we are joined by our two good friends, Ashley and Mika, who co-founded the Wildflower Company. I feel like you guys have heard me plug this several times. I give free advertisement on almost every episode. Uh, But hello, you guys. How are you? (laughs) Do you want to say whose voice is who? Yeah. Maybe that'll help. (laughs) This is Ashley's voice. Hey, this is Mika's voice. There you go. Like, do I really sound like that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like me editing every single week. I'm like nervous. I'm like, my voice sounds like? I'm like, hello? Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're going to chat a little bit about how to stay accountable with goals that matter and strategies for setting intentions that excite you. For those of you who haven't been listening and heard my elevator pitch of the Wildflower Company, it is a planner company that's focused around living an intentional life, setting intentional goals. You know the deal. (laughs) It fits in well with the TDH community. And so to kick things off, can you each tell us a little bit about yourselves, where you're at in life, some of your post-grad experience? you know stuff like that all right let's do it um I'm Ashley I am currently a business coach at a crowdfunding company called iFundWomen and 
Um, I'm also obviously the co-founder of the Wildflower Company. And right now in life, I am really just working to pursue uninhibited building. That was my intention phrase for the year. And so I'm really trying to build things that are creative and fun and meaningful. And the Wildflower Company is definitely that. And I would say I'm also really trying to lean into joy um, and balance. So that's a little bit about me. I love all of that. Thanks, Bestie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm Mika. I don't even know what the questions were. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're at in life. For sure. Um, I... Also work at IFN Women. As besties, we do, in fact, do everything together. (laughs) It's actually crazy. It is really, really wild. Um, I am not a startup coach. I am a program marketing manager at IFN Women. I recently got promoted, which is very exciting. So that feels good. Um, I am moving to Austin, Texas in quite literally a week. One week from today. When this episode airs, I think. Oh, my God. So... I'll be in the air. Send good vibes. Send good vibes. Send good vibes. Send cool vibes. It's going to be very hot. Done. Very, very hot. Um, One of my attention words for this year was taking risks or like phrases. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, uprooting my life in (laughs) the Northeast and moving to Austin is definitely a big risk, but I'm so, so excited. My partner and I have been long distance for like three years, so... Way it's, too long. Yeah, it's a really long time, objectively speaking. So, <laughs> and also, like for context, we've been dating for like three and a half. So, like yeah. quite literally, the yeah, entirety like, of the relationship. So, yes, I'm so excited. We'll be moving in together. We'll be living closer. We'll be living together. I don't know, man. I'm just so stoked. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me and where I'm at. So exciting. Now I feel like we need um, intention words. Mm. You know, are we too late halfway through the year? No. Definitely have, not. We have, still got six months. Think we'll, about it. We'll marinate on it. Yeah, we'll yeah, share. Yeah. I'll journal. <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of the listeners are wondering, it sounds like you guys do a lot together. Basically, you work your full-time <laughs> jobs together. You work your side hustle together. You guys lived together until very recently. So can you tell us a little bit about how you guys met, how you became besties, and what made you want to start a business together? Oh my gosh. What's your origin story, I guess? Oh my gosh, I love that. Well, <laughs> Ashley and I were both, both tour guides at UMass Amherst. If you couldn't tell by everything about us. <laughs> the energy, the loudness, <laughs> everything about it. Um, but yeah, we actually were tour guides. We were tour guides together for like two and a half years before we really became friends, which was funny. Mm-hmm. We were like acquaintances Mm -hmm. um there were like 90 other tour guides so like in our defense there you know wasn't a lot of opportunity to cross paths unless either we were a at a party which at which we were definitely drunk (laughs) or b like working together and our schedules never really crossed paths but then she moved in with one of her best friends and also one of my best friends senior year Mm -hmm. we started spending so much more one-on-one time together and like it was literally instant we were like what the hell have we been doing for the last like, two <laughs> totally. years like what is wrong with us yeah yeah and then like two months later Ashley was like do you want to go on a girl's trip with me and my best friend and I was like yeah absolutely <laughs> I've known you for you know maybe like two months now let's do it <laughs> say less the moment when I knew that Mika was my bestie was I was going through a breakup at the time LMAO I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's with my boyfriend 
boyfriend now, so I look awkward oh, okay, trying okay. to, like, elevate out. <laughs> We've been together for a really long time, and this was during the period that we were broken up. Anyway, um, he was, like, in... Anyway, well, long story short, we were going to be, like, at the same party, and I was, like, pretty anxious, obviously, and one of my best friends, Maddie, was, like, who can you go to this party with so that way you're not, like, compromising your life, but who's going to, like... Who can you go to this with with like that will like look out for you basically? And intuitively and instantly, I was just like, Mika. Mika's who I can take and she'll look out for me. And I didn't even know her that well. Um, but I just knew that she would look after me and she'd be a girl's girl. Always. And she did. She looked out <laughs> for me. Through. She knew this. <laughs> yeah. She knew. If there's really. one thing about us is that we're for the girls. Yeah. They're right through, baby. Yeah. And so when it comes to starting the Wildflower Company, how did that, like, conversation start? Mm-hmm. How? What? <laughs> Tell us. It's so funny deciding, like, who's going to take these questions. <laughs> I know. You're, like, trying like, to so just, like, Yeah, yeah. Who is it? I had always kind of had the idea of doing a planner company. Like, I just felt intuitively that it was something that I wanted to do in my life. Um And I kept trying to convince my first co-founder, Lexi, to do it with me. And for several years, Lexi was like, I'm a student. Now I'm a grad student. Now I have a full-time job. Like, I actually don't have the time to do this with you. And I was still like, I really want to start this planner company. So then anyway, I almost had like another co-founder. And then one day, Mika and I were just hanging out in the kitchen together, um, living together as we did. And I realized that I had been thinking that Mika... I'd been secretly thinking that I really wanted Mika to do marketing for this company because I never wanted to like build a planner company by myself. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, well, Mika has such a perfect like skill set. Like she would be like so complimentary. But I just assumed that Mika would never want to co-found it with me because she's not, <laughs> she wasn't very entrepreneurial in like her own. Actually, I take that back. You were always entrepreneurial, but you were like anti like founding your own thing a little bit. And so I was like, oh, Mika just like would never want to. But I was like, it would be kind of demeaning to offer it to her. Like, do you want to like freelance write and I'll be like the boss? Because like that just like wasn't chill. Um, So I was like thinking about this. And then anyway, Mika just out of the blue suggested to me like what if I did marketing and freelance rating for the wildfire company? And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, did you really just say that? And then we were like, oh my God, we should be co-founders and we'll see how it goes. We were like very like tentative about it. And of course it worked out fabulously. So love that for us. (laughs) For context, like I, for such a long time was like, I would never start my own company. (laughs) It was actually kind of unreal. Like, everyone in my life was like, really? You are starting a company? Didn't you just say, like, three weeks ago that you would never start a company? I was like, like, yeah. Yeah, that was me. (laughs) Here you are, keeping you on your toes. Never let them know your next move. Never. (laughs) Um, I'm also realizing that I did not introduce Ashley as my roommate. This is roommate Ashley, for those people. Yeah. It's not a different Ashley. It's not a different Ashley. Roommate, friend. Bestie, co-founder, you, you know the it. drill. You get yeah. it. You get it. She's, she's multidimensional. What yeah, what can I say? Come on. She's omnidirectional. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, so diving a bit deeper into the Wildflower Company, I, of course, gave a little elevator pitch for you guys, but I'd love to hear it from the founder's <laughs> mouth, mouth. So can you give us an elevator pitch for the Wildflower Company? Oh, we can. Oh, we sure can. Uh, the Wildflower Company is a planner company and supportive community that will help you cultivate a thoughtful and meaningful life. 
We'll help you build an aligned lifestyle with our planner, vibrant community, monthly workshops, and even one-on-one check-ins. So we have a free online community that anyone listening can join. Mm-hmm. Check us out on Instagram at the Wild Flow Co. And then we are going to be launching our planner in September. And then we also have monthly intention setting workshops. And we actually have a, a um, intention setting workshop on the 31st of July. July. So if you're listening, you can totally attend. It's for free. Um, you can sign up at thewildflowco.com. Love it. Great elevator pitch, yeah, you guys. <laughs> and I feel like you guys are kind of like CEO of intention. Um, so can you talk a little bit about like, what does living intentionally mean to each of you? Obviously you guys have like intentions for the year. You're talking about these intention setting workshops. So can you just like unpack that a little bit if people aren't super familiar? So I think for us living intentionally is really listening to yourself and then doing kind of what you want ultimately. That's very simplistic, but like, um, we are not trying to help people set goals that they don't want to achieve or set intentions that they think that they should do, but are maybe too hard or too, um, like this is not about what you should be doing. This is very much about like what you want to do that will improve and enhance and better your life. So if an aligned life to you looks like waking up at 7am and meditating, that's awesome. If an aligned life to you looks like sleeping in until 10 because your body needs it, like that's also awesome. And so what I think we're really trying to do when it comes to living intentionally and what living intentionally really means to me at least is we want to empower others to really think thoughtfully about what it is that they actually want, what they actually need, what would actually feel good to themselves, their hearts, their bodies, their minds, whatever. And then like how can we actually kind of say no to what doesn't fit in that vision and how can we say yes to what does yeah I definitely agree and I think with living intentionally also comes like living thoughtfully and and really like being able to think um introspectively about like Ashley said what you want but also kind of like more specifically trial and error what works for you like I think we're fed a lot of ideas about what like certain lifestyles will look like and how they're going to affect your day to day. Um, but ultimately what works for Ashley isn't going to be what works for me. Um, and like, we might have the same goal, but the steps might look different to get there. So I think, you know, in tandem with living intentionally comes also living thoughtfully. Totally. And we actually did, and we're still doing, we do like an accountability group with three of our best friends um, every month or every two weeks. And we've done this for like the past like year and a half. And when we started doing this like group, we would set goals at the beginning of the month and share them out with each other. And then we would like meet at the end of the month to like reflect on our goals. And sometimes we would just miss like all of our goals. And instead of being like really hard on each other, we were kind of like, well, did you actually want to accomplish those goals? And like, are those goals like actually good for you? And I think it was so interesting to like month after month kind of have to even reassess the goals that you had created a few Mm -hmm. weeks earlier to make sure that they were actually in alignment with like this intentional life Mm -hmm. that you want to create. And the way that we were talking about it, we were like, we don't want, like, this is supposed to be fun. At the end of the day, this is like an optional thing that we're doing as friends. Like we don't want anyone stressed out because they didn't meet their goals. And like, if you're stressed out, then maybe like simplify them and like put on something fun. So like 
some of my goals would often be like, I want to go to the beach or I want to like go on five walks this month or whatever. Or it could always be fun stuff. Like I want to read or finish this TV show. Like goals don't have to be and intentions don't have to be like um, productive. Yeah, yeah, they can be. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like that's something that we've talked about a lot on the show too is like your goals are supposed to serve you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like it can feel daunting to like come back to them, reassess or like check in with yourself if you know that you're not headed in the, like the direction totally. that you originally set. But it's like taking a step back and being like, is that direction even what I want? Yeah. And most months when I would actually review, especially like after like a quarterly goal setting, I wouldn't have accomplished like half the stuff that I set out to do. But it was so interesting because continually, even after doing this for like a year, year and a half, I was still setting goals that weren't actually in alignment Mm -hmm. with me. And I was still having to learn, oh, I didn't actually want to do that. But I also curated a lot more intentionality into my life and did a lot of stuff that I did want to do by creating the space to do it. Yeah. So it takes a lot of practice. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what helps? A community that supports you, baby. So then I'm also curious. Obviously, listeners can probably tell that these girls are the quintessential besties. <laughs> Please. So, so I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm curious how you keep your friendship and your business relationship separate, or if you even do, and sort of how you make that dynamic work. <laughs> do you want to take that? Sure. I I like don't know that we do and and maybe like as things continue to like ramp up we might that might shift and change I think right now Ashley and I and we've always been this way Ashley and I are like always talking to each other on like 10 different platforms like we'll be be in the same room and I'm like DMing her on Instagram texting her in two different group chats like (laughs) sending her you know like emails like it's it's unbelievable And and I think it's because our lives intersect in so many different ways like personally and professionally um and before starting the wildflower company we're still working together at the same company full-time um so I think it was like a pretty seamless transition totally together and I think because we're best friends like it's just like easy to be like hey here's a thing that I remembered let me text you so that we can hold each other accountable yeah that way two people know that this is going on and something that I would say that's really helpful is we actually have an intern and so we have a group chat with our intern called the wildflower company so any pretty much any time we're going to text about like work or wildflower company it's in that group chat Mm -hmm. so then like a lot of the times like our personal texts are like more um like friend related But I actually, I've always preferred working with friends um, because I feel like there's just so much more respect Mm -hmm. and there's so much, like, it's such a stronger foundation because you love each other so much as people that then it's just like, it's so fun that you get to build something with your bestie. Like, I'm sure that you two feel that way, building this podcast together. It's like, it's even so much more fun that you get to be friends and like celebrate your wins together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think we're both pretty good at setting boundaries with each other. Like, you know, if I randomly text Ashley an idea at like 11 PM, I know she's asleep. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm not expecting her to text me back (laughs) until the next day. And if she doesn't, that's fine. I just ping her again. Like, yeah, I think we, we have a very like easygoing way of communicating with each other. And the last thing that I'll say is we both really trust each other. So like, I know that Mika is like working whenever she can on wildflower stuff, Mm -hmm. but I also know that she's never like 
pushing herself too hard or is like also like not doing the opposite. Right. Mm -hmm. And we have like a notion, like a shared notion Mm -hmm. board where we can literally move tasks from like to do to in progress to complete. And so like every day, if I wanted, I could go and look like, Oh, here's what Mika is working on this week. And we also set goals with each other at the Mm -hmm. beginning of each week. So there's like a lot of like transparency on like, here's what I'm working on. And then like, it's kind of on us to like, work on it on our own time whenever we want to and like it gets done and I think like both of us trust each other because we're both reliable Mm -hmm. to contribute and I think like that was something that I saw in Mika like working at iPhone women with her living with her previously like I saw that Mika like always contributed so that made me feel like she would be like such a good co-founder and that was part of the reason why I think like I trusted her so much and why it worked so well is because the two of us like reliably contribute and so there's never a need for either of us to be like, I don't know, like asking the other person to do more, to do less, because right. it's like, we're just doing it. Mm-hmm. Like we agreed, yeah. we, we said that this is what we would do at the beginning of the week. Maybe we didn't get to all of it, but like, I still trust that you did as much as you could. And I definitely did too. Like, for sure. and if we don't, like, who cares? Like we can do it next week. Like it really doesn't matter that much. Like, yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I like what you guys were saying about like using different channels, whether or not you were doing that intentionally. (laughs) Um, But I think that is a great way to think about like, kind of having those boundaries of like, you know, I'm I'm, like even thinking like, I don't think it would be possible for us to have like a separate group chat. Like I don't think iPhone like allows that with just two people, but it would be so cool if we could, because then it could be like, we could have a TDH chat. Yeah. And then like a friendship chat. And I think that's like, I think that's a good tool. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to noodle. Like a Slack group yeah. with only us. <laughs> we use Facebook Messenger for TV stuff. What's that? Instagram DM. <laughs> that's funny. So you guys talked about, you know, setting goals with each other, setting goals for the week, all these different things. So curious how each of you go about setting goals in your day-to-day lives. Like if you had to give someone like a guide, I mean, I imagine this is part of the incoming planner like mm-hmm. what is like steps one through five for like setting a goal sure I mean I, I think it's a little different for everyone um I have like more recently like realized that for me like to get to the end goal like I have to kind of break it down into like smaller more tangible goals um and also I've recently realized that like digital to-do lists and planning don't work for me personally. Like being able to sit down every morning and like write down all the things that I have to do today or even on a weekly basis, like what I have to do for the week has been so helpful. Um, I don't know if that's. Yeah, totally. I think kind of going off of that, like leaning into what works for you is what I would suggest. And I would honestly suggest like working with someone because mm-hmm. I have coached so many entrepreneurs on goal setting through my full-time job. And we're about to start offering um, like wildflower company goal setting coaching where me and Mika will actually get to work one-on-one with folks. But um, something that I will always tell the people that I'm coaching on goal setting is like, everyone is so different when it comes to what's actually going to be effective. And like, you really need to identify what that is for you. And like specifically, um, especially for entrepreneurs, like some people are really good at making a to-do list on Sunday and then kind of intuitively, creatively choosing like what tasks they want to focus on that day. 
For other people, it's like you have to time block literally everything in the Google Calendar or else it won't get done. Some people don't care about Google Calendar or time blocks. Maybe for them, it's helpful to like create a to-do list, you know, first thing in the morning and it could only have one thing on it because you really, maybe that person can really only focus on kind of like one thing a day and maybe it's a bigger thing. So I think it really depends. But I would say like for every goal, you're always going to want to first, obviously like get thoughtful about what it is that you want to accomplish and see how it kind of feels in your body. And then from there, break it down, like Mika said, into smaller tasks, and then actually figure out how you're going to execute it, whether it is time blocking or, you know, setting aside an hour each week to like look at it, whatever it is, um, it's figuring out what works for you. Love that. Love all of that. Um, And then when it comes to checking in on these goals, do you guys find that it helps to check in on them regularly? And are you like a weekly, a bi-weekly, a quarterly check-in type of girl? And how do you, I know you guys mentioned you have your accountability group, but what are some ways that you check in on your goals? Yeah. Um, I love me a weekly check-in. Um, I find that that holds me accountable knowing like every Monday at 5 p.m. we're going through, you know, our wildflower goals from last week and then our like wildflower goals for the upcoming week. Um, I think it's nice also just to have like that level of transparency. Um, and like for me, I'm like, okay, well, I told everybody that I'm going to get this thing done like during the week. So like I should probably get it done during the week. I know that there are like no real repercussions if I don't, but like I'm a woman of my word. <laughs> um, I think for our like uh, our community group with our friends, it looks a little different because those are a little less, you know, professional oriented, mm-hmm. although they can be as well. They're a lot more personal. Um, and some of those goals are a little more overarching. So, you know, it might take a whole quarter for you to accomplish, or it might take like a whole month for you to finish. Um, so meeting like every couple of weeks or once a month is like nice as one, a reminder of like, okay, like, well, this is all the stuff I've accomplished this past month. Um, and that feels really good. And here are all the things that I still need to work on, but like I've chipped away at slightly. Um, I don't know, I guess. Yeah checking in on different cadences for different things. Totally. And in our um, online community, you can celebrate your wins. We have a whole channel dedicated to celebrating your wins together. Um, And then also in our community, we ask a reflection question pretty much every day um, to really just encourage you to get thoughtful, think about your goals, check in with your goals. So I think that that's a really nice space. Like I think like when it comes to like checking in on your goals, you kind of need the space to do it. And it can be really hard to self-motivate. Yeah. Um, so like being in a community, I feel, totally. whether it's like the wildfire community, our friend group, like whatever it is, I think of that having other people to help hold you accountable really matters. Yeah. Accountability is so key. I think like yeah. for a really long time, I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess like New Year's resolutions are a really good example of like, here are all the things that I want to accomplish this year or all the new habits I want to build. But like that internally is just me thinking about things that I want to do. Mm -hmm. And like, A, I'm a forgetful person and B, like who's there to tell me or check in on me and, you know, hold me accountable. Accountability is so important. Um, Having someone to like check in with and be like, here's what my progress looks like is like another really important way to motivate yourself I think yeah I feel like goals is gonna like stop sounding like a word soon yeah yeah <laughs> goals and intentions yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Accountability>. <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> so let's say, you know, you're doing all the right things. You have a goal, you're checking in on it, but you're finding that every single time you're checking in, you're like not making the progress that you want to be. Uh, you're not staying on track the way you want to be. So how would you guys go about redirecting a goal that you haven't been able to stay on track with? How do you think about that? I mean, I think I would just give yourself grace. Like if you keep trying to hit a goal and you're continually not getting it quite the way that you want to, maybe it's time to like adjust that goal um, or adjust the other things in your life. Like what is really preventing you from meeting that goal? Like, do you not have the time? Do you not have the energy? Do you not have the space? Like, I think it's time for probably a bigger, like, honestly, like life audit. And that'll and actually be, audit. yeah, <laughs> that'll be like one of our coaching sessions. <laughs> Literally. Definitely. But yeah, that's going to be one of our coaching sessions is mm-hmm. like evaluating your current habits mm-hmm. and really just like checking in with yourself for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know us, we're big fans of self-compassion, self-grace, <laughs> a pivot, if you will. Yeah. Love a pivot. Love mm-hmm. a pivot. I'm always pivoting. An intentional pivot. Whoa. <laughs> An intentional <laughs> and thoughtful pivot. Thank you so much. Um, so now moving into strategies for setting intentions that excite you. How do you guys know when a goal of yours is really, truly exciting you? And how do you make that excitement sustainable to avoid burnout or resentment towards that goal? That is a phenomenal question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think like when it comes to a really exciting goal, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like for me, I know when I'm really excited, when I... When after I share it, uh, I still want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So I find I'm very easily excitable. And so I find (laughs) that uh, part of me loves sharing so much that sometimes I'm really just excited to share something. And then if I like share it on Instagram, I tell everybody and I get lots of good feedback and then I still want to keep going with it. Then I'm like, oh, okay. I actually care about this because... I got that like initial energy rush and I'm like still right. Keep going. And then I would say for kind of more like sustaining a goal, I think like, obviously you need a plan. Like that's like what kind of what we keep going back to, you know, you need a community, you need a plan, you need support. And so that's like why we created the wildfire company is really because a planner isn't enough. Like it's not enough to like write something down and let it go. Like you really do need to continually show up and carve out space and have a community to support you um, if you're going to go for it. Definitely. Well said, Rusty. Honestly. <laughs> Thanks. You're like, ditto to all of them. <laughs> what she said. I will say, I do think Ashley's energy is equivalent to that video of Drew Barrymore dancing in the rain oh, like, I haven't I seen that. like I went like viral she's oh. just like in the rain like you really Whoa. just have a lust for life yeah you really do she's like talking about like every chance you get to go out in the rain <laughs> just do it yeah. and okay. I'm like, that's your energy people are like <laughs> what happened to her and she's healing her inner child. Yeah. She's going through she it. Had a and tough she's healing. She went yeah. through that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Wow. I feel like I'm so behind. I don't know. Yeah. You need this. to look well, this up. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't see the video either. So, if that's <laughs> yeah. any consolation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then personally, I, I was curious to ask do you guys have goals that you're personally working on right now that are really exciting to you? 
Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, well, first and foremost, I mean, for Wildflower, we have like a million goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our like biggest goal right now is we really want to be able to like actually wrap up the page of the pages of the planner by the end of the month. Mm, wow. Just so exciting. Love a deadline. I know. <laughs> Deadlines are important. Personally, I'm very deadline oriented. So <laughs> I am getting in there. Um, I'm so yeah, I'm so excited. I, I think like once we actually have that done, then like the rest can start falling into place. Um, so far, we're on track for that timeline. Um, I think personally, I just like achieved some larger goals that I like carved out for the beginning of the year. Um, including, uh, having like a raise and promotion conversation Mm -hmm. with my manager and boss, which as we know, went well. Um, Mm -hmm. and also packing up my life and moving, which for me, I'm like, Ashley, I hate packing. (laughs) Ashley loves my psychopath trait. Okay. (laughs) I I would tell you. It really is actually. It's kind of. I simply cannot relate. So uh, that was so daunting. But what I am proud of is that I started packing relatively early. Um, I started packing like at the beginning of June and I had to be out at the end of June. Mm-hmm. And I made some really solid progress throughout the month. Mm-hmm. And I'm packed up and ready to go. I have like four more boxes to ship out. And then wow. your girl has moved out. Love it. Wow. One of my recent goals was to do like a lake weekend. I just like really got the urge. Like I need to be at a lake with besties stat. And we made it happen. And I'm really excited. We have Kylie and I have a lake weekend in like a few weekends. So I'm really excited about that. And then I think just really trying to like move my body, like not every day, but as close to every day as I possibly can um, has been something that I've been like working towards the past month, month and a half. And that's felt really, really good. I like the examples you guys gave because I think it was a good mix of like what most people would call like a productivity oriented Mm -hmm, goal. mm -hmm. And then also like fun goals and like life advancement Mm -hmm, goals. mm -hmm. So Amazing. Love it. Well, ladies, those are all the tough questions that we have for you. (laughs) Um, So we always like to end all of our episodes asking you guys what one key takeaway you want our listeners to keep in mind is. So we talked about a lot on this episode. So if you need a second to noodle on it, take it. But like if our listeners could only learn one thing from this episode, what's that one thing? I think for me, it's that we do a monthly guided intention setting workshop for free every single month. So if you want Nika and I to help you map out your goals for the next month and reflect on the previous month, why not come? Yeah. So that's at, that's on our website and I'm sure you guys will drop the links, mm-hmm. but yes, yes. Yeah. You can easily RSVP. Literally love that bestie. <laughs> um, I guess I'll say what my therapist always tells me is to just be kind to yourself. Yeah. So nice. Be kind. Give yourself grace. You know, you're just a person. Me personally, I'm just a girl. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're on a flying rock. (laughs) True. In the middle of space. (laughs) I love that. So well said. Thanks. (laughs) So where can everyone find you both personally, as well as the Wildflower Company? And when can people expect the planner to be released? (laughs) um well you can find you can follow the wildflower company at the wildflow co across all socials um and me personally Mikaela ei on instagram 
<laughs> and exactly. I'm at Ashley Olofsson. Heck yeah. And the planner, we're hoping to drop the planner like by the beginning of September. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're working yeah. hard. Things yeah. are ramping up, speeding up. We're moving fast. Yeah. So keep an eye out for the Wildflower Company planner in September. Um, and we'll have everything linked down below as always so that you can find them very easily. Uh, and then to wrap up this fun conversation, <laughs> we're going to play a little game of this or that. Love yes. it. We do it with all of our guests. So get ready. Get pumped. Do you want to kick us off? To I will. Well? This one is a little <laughs> bit of a spoiler because we coincidentally got into it during the conversation. <laughs> yeah. yep. So if you guys aren't paying attention, pop quiz, you should know the yeah. answer. <laughs> Digital or physical planner? God, I, I mean, I like physical to-do lists, mm-hmm. and I really like Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. But yeah. physical planners are, like, where it's at. But Google yeah. Calendar is helpful for work. For sure. I'm a physical girly through and through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get physical. Let's get physical. <laughs> As doula peep once said. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is sticking to a schedule or being spontaneous. Oh my god, I love spontaneity, but like I need structure, so it's like, ooh, how do I structure spontaneity in my schedule? <laughs> yeah, but like, schedules being spontaneous. That actually is like my schedule. Like I have like a pretty rigid schedule during the week, and then on Saturdays and sometimes Sundays, I'm like, let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scheduling spontaneity. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's called balance. Yeah. <laughs> Morning person or night person? <laughs> Morning, night baby. Ooh, they complete each other. We did all hours. Yeah. Do you have any time someone wins? Yeah. <laughs> that is actually so true. Yeah. Uh, call or text? Text. Text. Really? Yeah. I Yeah. Okay. Don't take this the wrong way, but I feel like you guys strike me as voice message girlies. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. <laughs> Let's see. That's different than a call, though. Yeah. That's yeah. part of texting. I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ashley and I, honestly, though, like, I, Ashley's, like, the only friend I voice memo. Yeah. Yeah. I love getting a voice memo from Ashley. <laughs> voice memos give me a lot of anxiety because you only voice memo me when something is, like, wrong or, like, dramatic. <laughs> like, there's a lot to explain. So when I see one, I'm like, oh, no. Like, please. Like, I just point through it. What's going on? <laughs> but you know what? I haven't voice memoed you in a while. A hot second, so, yeah. That's, that's how good. you know she's on the up and up. I don't know if I've ever voice memoed you. I don't think you have. I feel like if you, the fact that they disappear like gives me anxiety a little bit. You can save them. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm not even like woke on You the... have like two minutes to keep them. Yeah. Shit. That's, yeah. See, that's yeah. gotta act quick. You just do it. Mm-hmm. Just I'm gonna just start, keep... I'm gonna start sending you just like random like voice memos. Please like, don't. Like positive voice memos. <laughs> <laughs> like re, like re, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're trying Recondition to, like... Recondition you? Yeah. Oh, it's like a Pavlovian response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to, like, start drooling when you send me a voice memo? No. <laughs> think, Maybe. To clarify? No. <laughs> no, but yeah, so that you don't, like, immediately think that there's something wrong. I like, feel like it's too late. Just, just even you talking about it right now is, like, giving me a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> I feel like after the memo, you have to immediately text, not urgent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That can help. Like, whew. <laughs> That's funny. Um, the last this or that question, <laughs> veggies or fruit? Veggies. All the way. What's your favorite veggie? Oh, gosh. Mm, I really like zucchini. Mm. I feel like that's a pretty hot take. Yeah. 
I, li- I like zucchini. I really too. like zucchini. Um, you're like that Disney Channel thing. <laughs> yeah, zucchini. I love zucchini. Have you seen that? No. Oh my god, it's like a vintage. It's so iconic. So like you know how Disney Channel used to have like between the shows, just like little segments. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like some segment about like around the world. Like, I think. Yeah. Like healthy, healthy eating around, around the world, world. something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like they were showing like France, and they were like, in France, we go to like markets to buy our produce, and then it was like vlogging them at like. A market, and then the kid goes oh, zucchini. I love zucchini. <laughs> I love it. So I love good. that deep cut. <laughs> that came from the depths. That's amazing. Poor oh memory unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> this one's so hard for me because it totally depends on like my mood. Like it feels so fifty fifty. Like I love fruit. I I'm always going for a free dessert, but I'm such like a savory gal. Like mm. I think through and through. Like I'm always craving like salty snacks. Yep. So I love me some kale chips, you mm. know. I love me some like veggies and dip. We should have both said potatoes, also. Oh, I don't know what God. we were thinking. Listen, I take it all back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the potato is where it's at, baby. Yeah. Regular potatoes, sweet potato, purple so potato, true. you name it, fingerling. Hard hitting question then: What form of potato? If you can only pick one for the rest of your life, it's so funny you say that because that is like the icebreaker question that like our company or like that we work full yeah. time asks. All of the employees. It really says a lot about someone. It really does. And and you get a lot of like hot takes in there. But for me personally, it's home fries. Mm. Like a French Mm -hmm. fry. Mm -hmm. Okay. I respect Mm -hmm. it. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it classic. Right. I love it. I would also probably say home fries. Yeah. Well, of course you would, because you and I are the same person. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) (laughs) This brain? Same as the one in there. One brain, baby. (laughs) One brain. I think I'm like a I like a cheesy potato, so like like a scalloped potato. Oh, wow. You know, like when you have it like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, ultimately, there is no wrong way to consume a potato. So true. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. all delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and that's gonna be the reel for this episode. <laughs> Just that one clip. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing you want people to take away from this episode. <laughs> I love it. Oh. But yeah, that is our episode for you guys. So thank you guys so much for coming thank on the you. show. We Thanks love for having, having us. you. And with that, you guys can follow us at Two Degrees Hotter on Instagram. Uh, leave us any suggestions, topics, thoughts that you're having in our anonymous suggestion box. It's always linked down below. And rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You know the drill. With that, we'll chat with you guys next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.